Focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota. And conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the Makers of Minnesota. This is Stephanie Hansen, and you are listening to the Makers of Minnesota. And we are very excited today to be with a... Woman entrepreneur, woman-owned business. We are here with Judy Sampson, and she is the CEO of Broadbridge.com. Welcome, Judy. Thank you for having me. I'm yes. so happy to be here. It's very exciting. I was really um, glad that you guys reached out. So explain to me how you would explain to your best friend what Broadbridge is. Okay, so Broadbridge is a simple bra accessory hack, we call it, that you attach to the inner cups of your bra, and it pulls the bra cups in, which, as you know, most bras do not have that. They're just sort of open. Yep. And the effect that it has is it lifts, it holds, and it makes you look narrower because it just brings everything in a little bit. It's so crazy when you look at this because I was a large-breasted woman before I had breast cancer and was able to take care of some of that. But you basically, they're like boot clips almost that you clip onto the inside of your bras and it pulls you in. It gives you cleavage, which for some people is an added benefit. Yeah, for smaller chested women. But yeah. I think for most women, what I found is larger breasted women do not want more cleavage. No. Nor did I. I did not want to have my breasts like the focal point. Right. And I found that I had bad posture as a result of it. I didn't feel like I had a whole lot of confidence because I felt like everything again was focused on here versus my eyes. Yeah. So I wanted to minimize everything, but still not look wide. And that's the natural effect that breasts, larger breasts, fall past your rib cage. And so I wanted to pull that in and women immediately flock towards it and they understand it immediately what the purpose is. So in your daily life, you are a attorney. Yes. So how did you develop this bra bridge? Tell me the yeah. way that it came about. Sure. So by day, I'm a criminal defense attorney. I've had my own law practice for about 20 years, and I represent men and women, obviously. But I always like the idea of doing something in addition to being a lawyer. And I know sure. that sounds ridiculous because no, a lot of people think, wow, you're a lawyer. Uh. But being a lawyer is just one part of my life. I also have three kids. And so I wanted something else that I can focus on as far as being creative. Yeah. And so several years ago, I did look in the mirror. I'm getting older. I'm turning 48 this month. And I noticed my body's changing. Sure. And things are sagging, shifting. maybe shifting, <laughs> not the way that we want it or hope for it to happen, but it's just the way life is. So I looked in the mirror and I just pulled my bra cups in. I thought, huh, why don't bras have something like that? It yeah. needs it. And so I started sewing pieces of material in between my bra cups and I started doing that for, you know, a friend or two. Um, and then I thought, I got to do something. So my husband's a patent attorney oh. and he said, let's patent it. I think it's a fantastic idea. So we started down this journey about a year ago and we launched two and a half months ago. So it's kind of fulfilling another part of my life, the fun aspects, yeah. you know, being creative and I want to put jewelry on it and I want to do 
different colors. And so I just want to make it more fun. So um, I work on this at work, at my day job, as I call it, my lawyering job. And I work on Broadbridge during in between court or, you know, at night. So I do both. Yeah. And it's 1995. And that is for a package of three. They come in like a white, a nude and a black. Correct. Tell me, so you kind of, most people hiring a patent attorney, it's usually like a ten dollars to $20,000 process. Right. So you got that right. on the side, which is awesome. Yes. How much did you invest in putting together your prototype? That's a good question. Um, I think we invested about $30,000 so far. And was it hard to make the decision or were you just like, I know that there's something here and I'm going to do it? It never crossed my mind not to. Once I got the green light from my husband to do a patent, because trust me, I've had many ideas over the years. And most of the time he's like, oh, no, 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 not going to work. This one, for the first time, he said, let's do it. I think you've got something here. And the response has blown me away. I have older women call me, maybe 60, 70-year-old mm-hmm. women call me. They don't want it for the same reason, say, a 40-year-old wo- woman wants it. So they'll call me on the phone and order one because they're not comfortable putting their credit card online. Sure. And I talk to them for a long time, and I tell them exactly what to do, and they'll tell me their personal reasons. So one woman had an injured arm and her breast was in the way and it was causing her pain. So she said, if I can maybe bring them in, it will help me. Another woman had some back issues and same thing. They were larger breasts and she wanted them a little under control. So she bought them. I have younger women who say my breasts are too big and I'm just so paranoid about and they're bouncing all over the place. And the age range has just really inspired me even more because I have... Like I said, an older woman calling me and a younger woman calling me. So it's really never crossed my mind not to do it. I knew it was something that most women can relate to. How are women finding you? Um, well, that's a good question. Um, I've had several articles written. CJ from the Star Trib, mm-hmm. uh, Lake Minnetonka Magazine is going to come out with an article next uh, next week, I think, or two weeks. Are you pitching the stories yourself or did you I, hire someone to do PR? I'm doing everything myself. I okay. do have a partner who is a PR uh She's a PR person. But as far as these things go with newspapers, I've been reaching out and the response has been wonderful. They're very interested in it. Everybody loves a good Minnesota story, particularly, you know, the bra thing is kind of titillating. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm not shy about talking about it. I talk to my boys about it. They've heard more about bras than they ever wanted to (laughs) in their entire (laughs) lives. My 12 year old is like, do we have to talk about bras for dinner again? Um, But I had a woman, this is funny, I had a woman who contacted me this morning and she said, I know this is weird, but can you send me a picture of where you have it on your bra? So I was like, not a problem. So I took a picture in court, in the bathroom at the courthouse and texted it to her. What do I care? I want all women to try it. So yeah, I'm... Uh Are you selling, so you have broadbridge.com where people can order online. Are you also in stores yet? Yes. So we're in the general store in Minnetonka. We're in Ulala and Excelsior. We're in a store called... what uh, Iology and gift store in Apple Valley. Yep. Uh, we're in Roe Wolf in Edina. And are you calling and making these relationships at the stores or is there someone that's selling in for you? I know we should shout out to Jenny from 
um, the general store in Minnetonka. Yes. She suggested that you follow up with us to get on the program. So thanks, yes. Jenny. We appreciate that. Jenny has been great. So I approached Jenny. I went to the store and asked to speak with her. And she initially said, oh, I don't know if our clientele would want this because maybe it's a little too risque. Yep. And then she said, let me think about it. And she called me back, I think that same day. She said, we're going to go for it. I love the packaging. I think our clients will love it. And I think she's ordered from us five times. Let's talk about the packaging because it's in like a square box. And again, they look like uh, boots that, you know, would hold your socks down kind of suspenders, I guess, is maybe another way to put it. They're mini, mini clips. Yeah. Who helped you with the packaging? And was that a big part of creating it? Yes. But it looks pretty so women will not be afraid to try it. Yes. So my partner, she's very good at design. And so we both came up with the color scheme. We knew what we wanted as far as it needed to be an explanation on the front, exactly what it does and shows the little cartoon of the breast being pulled in. Um, so that was really important because yeah. we wanted women to understand that this is a feminine product uh, and nobody needs to know about it. A lot of people also ask, can you see it under your shirt? And we always say, no, it's, you can see as much as you see your bra. But um, the packaging was important. So we want to keep that theme going through everything with our website, the color scheme, the femininity. Uh, So yeah, that's always important when you start a product for sure. So how many of these do you think you've sold? Oh, probably um, at least a thousand. And we just um, launched a little over two months ago. And are you doing search engine optimization? Do you have social media or is it all just you calling and getting articles and as much media as you can? Well, we have social media. We have, you know, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We have not done SEO yet. Yep. Um, that's coming. Uh, we haven't done Amazon yet, but that's coming. So we're trying to take everything in slow phases uh, because otherwise it could just get too overwhelming. Yeah. Are you buying ads on Facebook and Instagram or how are you getting people to follow your pages? We just started doing ads on Facebook uh, maybe four days ago, actually. And so far, I mean, four days isn't a ton of time, but are right. you feeling like that could be a good avenue for you? Definitely. It's a it's the way to go, but you need to have the right person who is launching that for you. I mean, it, we try doing it on our own and we're just, we don't have the expertise to do that. So tell me about that. Yeah. So we tried doing some ads ourselves. Um, first of all, it was really hard to do an ad on Facebook because of uh, the nature of the product. Sure. We were constantly being denied. Yeah. For so, the breasts. They're very particular yes. about nudity and women's bodies. Exactly. Uh, so my husband had to appeal it multiple times and finally that ended up working. Okay. Uh, so I did a little video myself and it just wasn't professional enough. So we decided we're going to hire somebody and they do all our social media as far as the Instagram and Twitter and posting things. But then we have a separate person who we hired who does the Facebook advertising. Okay, so you have hired, did you hire someone to produce a video as well? Yes. So we're not doing the video yet, but we are going to okay. have to do. We have a couple videos on our website. Sure. Um, but we need to do some videos, you know, maybe showing somebody putting it on or, yeah, I think people respond well to videos. So when you were vetting the company that you were going to work with that was going to help you with your Facebook advertising, What did you look for? Well, luckily, my partner has a lot of experience in this in her PR world. So she already knew somebody. Okay. And she felt very comfortable with that person. So that person has worked out great. And I've had to rely on her for that, you know, recommendation. So when you would hire like a traditional advertising agency in the day, you know, they would 15% get 15% of what you spent. 
How does compensation work for someone who's like a social media Facebook ad strategist? Well, that's a, you know, I think it probably is dependent on the person, but we pay monthly. Okay. Uh, a monthly fat, flat fee. Um, I think everything is different. We also have a buyer um, that we hired in. Usually they take a commission from everything that they sell. Um, I connected with a woman. This is a fun story, too, is that I sometimes call women-owned businesses just to get some input from them. Yes, I contact, for sure. And most of them are so willing to talk, unless they're huge and then they don't have the time yeah. for you. And I'm going to make it a point, if I become huge, I'm going to talk to women, and no matter how busy I am, because I think you know that helps everybody. But I reached out to a woman um, who owns Isabelt. It's a belt company. Yep nicest woman. And she said, I'm going to connect you with the person that we use in Pakistan for our Amazon. They've been great. I'm going to give you the name of our manufacturer. She has been so helpful. And we have the impression that maybe women are difficult to be with each other or they are catty or they're not very helpful or competitive. And I have not found that at all. They've been wonderful so far. Yeah, it's a kind of interesting boat. Um, women get the everyone's like, oh, women helping women. Mm -hmm. Then there's like this weird undercurrent that can happen right. where women are helping women as long as you're not in competition with them. Right. But then there's literally, and I find this a lot in entrepreneurs, the entrepreneur group, like we need to know what we don't know. And right. there's so many mistakes that you can make and that you're going to make. If you can have someone help you prevent just one or two, it's usually a time saver, right. um, especially with advertising and marketing, because there's so many avenues, right? Like you don't know what's so going to work for you. And everything costs money. Yes. And you have to hire somebody for everything. So this woman, Elise is her name, she said, do not pay for an infomercial because I thought our product needs an infomercial. Just explain how to do it. She said, we made that mistake. We spent $45,000 hiring some guy to do an infomercial. It ended up being the worst commercial. We didn't use it. And we had to hire a lawyer to get out of the contract. Right. And she said, if they want your product, they will do it for free. They own the product at that moment, and whatever they sell, they get a huge percentage. Yeah, like a shop NBC or something like that. Right. Yep. But she didn't know that. So I learned that from her. Yeah. So she was very helpful. But believe me, other companies that I've contacted have not been, you know, they're like, oh, we don't have time to talk to you. Sure. Well, that's so, so be it. So if we talk about your Instagram for a second, you know, there's like, okay, we're going to show this product on this bra. Mm-hmm. But that's just like the tip of the spear and the iceberg in terms of what it's a how do you are you presenting lifestyle on Instagram? I mean, you can't just keep showing pictures of people's boobs. Well, exactly. So our Instagram person will put little quotes of the day yeah. or pictures of flowers saying, you know, what are you going to buy for your mom for Mother's Day sure. and then tie it in. So Instagram is funny because people like beautiful pictures. That's yes, what Instagram is all about. And you're right. You can't just always shove a boob in somebody's face. Nobody right. wants to see that. So it has to be a roundabout way. And we want people to engage with us on Instagram and Facebook, ask us questions, give us their feedback. And the only way to do that is not to push people into that direction and push right. a bra bridge on them. I hope that they try it because I think all women can benefit. Now, you have something exciting coming up. Uh, apparently, you might be making a pitch to O Magazine. Tell me about that. Yeah, so um, I'm going to Pitch Night in New York. Uh, it's a company called This Is Story, and they do this a couple times a year, and they um, reach out to people, or you reach out to them, actually, and then they pick 
whether they want you or not. And so I was chosen and I get to um, pitch to the editor of O Magazine and um, which I'm so excited about and the (laughs) CEO of Bloomingdale's. I suspect this seems like an Oprah product that she would like. I would think so. She's a large breasted woman. And I know it's been a struggle for her. Yeah. And so, of course, my dream has always been to meet Oprah and and be friends with her, but that will never happen. And obviously she's not going to be there, but I can dream. Um, so I'm I'm thrilled to just be able to talk about the product. That is just fun for me. I, I love having people hear about it. And I love hearing that they love it as much as I do. They keep it on their bra all the time. So if I can get this product on Oprah's bra... I have died and gone to heaven. All right. Well, I'm super excited for you. Uh, the other place I want to see your product is in the um, Academy Award uh, swag bags. <gasps> yeah. That's, I think, a great idea for you, too. I love that. Let's let's go for it. All right. Well, good luck. Thank um, you. I'm really excited. to. You're so early in your stages, uh, Judy. You're only like four months out. So right. you've got a lot of two room months. to grow. Is it two months? Two okay. and a, yeah, two months and maybe a week. All right. You've got a lot of room to grow and we'll keep in touch over your progress and check back in with you to see how things are going. I'm dying to find out how your Oprah um, editor magazine interview goes. Thank you. Um, What do you think when you sit down with her? What do you think is going to be like? You know, how are you going to catch her attention? Well, it's a guy. Oh, so even better. <laughs> uh huh. So that makes it a little difficult yeah. because men, I went to dinner with a guy last night and he said the obvious thing to me. He's like, I just don't get it because women all get what you're talking about, especially larger breasted women. Completely. But as a man, I just don't get it. And I said, there's no reason for you to get it. Why would you want to get it? You know, but with him, I'm going to have to explain that his his viewers or his customers for the magazine are women, and I'm going to have to explain what goes through a woman's mind. And my friend uh, Lori, who's been my biggest fan with this this bra bridge, she described it yesterday, and actually I wrote it down, an emotional augmentation. And I thought that was such an interesting comment because she said, Judy, I started wearing this as soon as you gave it to me two months ago. I can't leave the house without it. I immediately go back if I change my mind. If I don't have it on, I have to get it on because I feel weird without it. Yeah. And I feel the same way. Um, so it makes sense in the emotional augmentation because she said somebody else may not see the difference, but I see it and I know it and it makes me feel better wearing it. It makes sense too when you think about like the device is super simple, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, compressing and like holding you in. So there's like that sense of security, Security. that sense of stability. Yes. That sometimes, you know, your boobs are all over the place and you like them, but you're like, oh, come on, let's. Right. And if you're trying to like you being in court is a good example or even you being on uh, if you're on a television show or any kind of making an appearance, public Mm -hmm. speaking, speaking in front of a sales team. You want that extra confidence in whatever right. way you can get it. And I don't like the bouncing around. Yeah. Um, and I wear a pretty good bra. I like simple bras. I don't spend a lot of money on them, but I like just a straightforward bra. Um, but again, it doesn't give you that sa- that safety security feeling where yeah. it's pulled in. But I won't wear a sports bra because I don't think they're feminine looking. They, they smush you down. They yeah. smush you down. They flatten you out. And it's not a feminine, you know, shape. Yep. So this gives you that security that a bra bridge, that a uh, sports bra does, but without the flattening. All right. Well, I'm very excited to see where this goes. Thanks for joining us Thank on the Makers. Thank you.